The following is a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Welcome to The Real Money Show, the number one eight seven seven eight silver and the website guildhallwealth.com. My name is Jeremy Wiseman. I'm joined by Jerry Karaya. And on this week's show, we're going to review all of the topics or most of the topics that we've covered throughout the year go review our central bank actions what we've seen in central banks inflation talk and how that developed through the year the basel three rules we've got supply demand and then i've got a crate of catch-all different things that were going on and hopefully at the end of this jerry we'll have a complete picture of of all of the things that kind of went down in 2021 mm -hmm. um i know it's still early december but uh, and then maybe how that could affect 2022, which we'll probably get into next week. So no predictions this week, but let's just do a nice review of the year. Let's start off with Evergrande because that's sort of in the news today. And uh, we can look at some of the articles that we had throughout the year. Um, this one, for example, just to get caught up on what's happening. Um, these are just some headlines. Evergrande crisis developer in China cancels U.S. $250 million bond repayment. Um, Evergrande remitted the funds for a key interest payment. They missed that. Uh, the, state of, the state of the property market, which accounts for about 25% of the Chinese economy, makes for an alarming backdrop to these problems. Home sales by value tumbled 16.9% in September. That's just a couple headlines, but we now know officially, Jerry, that this company has defaulted. That is right. So they released a letter last last Friday and it admits that they can't meet their payment obligations and um, that this is their financial default. And what was interesting is Dan David, he told Fox Business um, a morning yesterday that this is not a default of just Evergrande. This is an, a default of China and their banking system. Um, and there was an amazing article put together by Mike Adams, and he really summarizes this, this effect and this disaster, this contagion. This is, a, this is what, we, what we call a black swan event. And many people are like, well, nothing's happening. We're not, we're not seeing anything in particular right off the bat. Yeah, we have been following this story back into the summertime, mm -hmm. right? Yeah, we started to report on Evergrande and the other property developers in China, and it's going to be a one, a, 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 just a complete domino effect, and how this is going to actually impact the wider financial system in China. Because not only does this affect the property market in China, but this is also going to impact the, the uh, crypto space, uh, particularly with Tether. So for those who are in crypto, the crypto space, Bitcoin space, understands Tether has assets. They claim to be one-to-one -one back with the U.S. dollar. So for every digital coin, there is a U.S. dollar. But many analysts believe that a significant portion of Tether is actually assets, claimed assets are actually Evergrande debt paper. Uh, Tether openly says that they count receivables, quote-unquote receivables, as assets, meaning Tether loans money to corporations or other entities, and then counts these receivables as hard assets, backing its Tether stablecoin. 
Why is this big? Why is this important? Well, when def when Evergrande defaults, any exposure that Tether has to Evergrande blows up almost instantly. Over two thirds of Bitcoin is purchased with Tether. What is the price of Bitcoin today, Jeremy? 40, 50, hovering around 50,000 US. So if Tether goes belly up, Bitcoin creators as well, Mike Adam writes. He calls this the digital global reset. And now we have to remember, repeat that again. Two thirds of Bitcoin is purchased with Tether. So as Tether goes belly up, the valuation. Now he writes that you know it's not a problem, uh, really, with with Bitcoin itself. It's how Bitcoin got there. It's with with the usage of of in purchasing purchasing Bitcoin with the tether. That's the big problem. So in effect, there could be some contagion there within those currencies because somehow um, Evergrande valuations got hooked up into the, these other digital currencies whether the funds were being lent to Evergrande the fact is is that Evergrande is a uh, hundreds of billions of dollar company and it's gone belly up we don't know how that's going to affect other companies like um, Cynic Holding Group, China's Fantasia, Yango Group, Shimeo Group Holdings there's a lot of other developers what that means to the bondholders that were holding it now it was C rated so you know, people knew the chances that they were taking with that. But again, we don't know where the contagion is going to be. Now, this is something that we've been following since September. Mm -hmm. And um, to see the, the, the collapse complete in a way, we knew it was coming, but we still don't quite know the fallout of it. So the response to that has to be caution, caution, exactly. caution. You just don't know how, what's going to happen from here on out. And Dan David... In his, uh, in his missive to Fox Business, continued that they're having their Bear Stearns moment. He referred to the 2008 subprime housing bubble collapse in the States, and now this is the second largest or probably the largest economy in the world. Um, China obviously neck and neck with the U.S., and that the contagion will spread across the global financial system throughout 2022. Remember, what we learned when we watched the 2008 subprime real estate market collapse it took time for this thing to ripple throughout the entire financial system. So this is the beginning. The fire has been lit. The black swan has literally landed. And what happens during fires? Paul talks about fires all the time. It gets put out eventually. What happens to gold during fires, Jeremy? Uh, interesting. It doesn't react. It, 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 is, it is steady. It needs 1,945 degrees Fahrenheit for, silk, for gold to start to react so when the fire is here, ladies and gentlemen, we don't see it right now, but the fire has been lit. It's going to spread, and now is the time to hedge. It, it destroys, and it cleanses. Yes. The number one eight seven seven eight silver the website guildhallwealth.com. Let's move on from Evergrande. So that's a, a story that's going to continue to unfold. We'll see how it reacts within the rest of the markets in contagion. Let's go to inflation because this is a story we've been following the entire year. Yeah. And uh, it's probably the thickest pile of articles that we have. I'm just going to hand some off to you. We'll just read some of the, some of the headlines here um, from the inflation march that we've ex been experiencing. There were some questions about you know, we've got a couple articles here that talked about inflation or stagflation. Um, here's one from um, the Epic Times. Prices are continuing to surge. 
what's becoming what's becoming the most expensive this was back in october and they were just listing off uh, the how much things have increased so for example meat poultry fish eggs up 10 percent bacon and similar products up 19 percent used cars and trucks up 24 percent um let's see another one Sporting goods up 7%, restaurant prices up up just under 5%. And then this was back in October. And of course, we got the CPI number uh, out of the U.S. today. And the numbers were, were higher than expected for me. I thought they would try to finagle a lower one, but they couldn't. Yeah, it actually hit expectations right on the head now obviously higher year over year they were not anticipating uh, cpi expecting expectations to be this high uh, so cpi inflation came in in match with expectations so we saw a, a a drop in the usd gold picks up and this is a 40-year high inflationary figure so very very hot inflation in the united states around the world um, and you know, when we have these type of expectations, there is no turning around. We have to look at this is this is loss. This is the loss of purchasing power. It's moved up to 6.8% in the United States. GDP in the US is a paltry 2%, probably not even 2%. So if you're losing 6.2, the United States is making 2%. We're negative 4.2. That's stagflation, Jeremy. And this is the this is how we got here. This is why gold is up. Gold's hanging around eighteen hundred. Silver's back up to twenty twenty, uh, twenty two twenty, and uh, and we have to look forward to FOMC next week. Stagflation is definitely a topic we need to be considerate of. We've got a lot of articles that we discussed over the course of the year. This one, China and Globe hit with surging cost. Stagflation cometh. Uh, this was. Uh, when did this one come out? I'm not even quite sure when this one came out, but this one, I'll just le uh, read a quick portion of this, talking about, for now, the CPI rate is a subdued 0.7%, uh, but at some stage, the factory door price rises, needs to be passed to a business, or the business goes broke. Beijing will then be forced to address inflation through monetary tightening at exactly the time when they need to keep it loose to stop a full property market implosion and cementing a stag in front of the of that inflation word. And that comes from, from Bloomberg. So that's kind of interesting as well when you think of it with respect to Evergrande, the fact that they need to print but they've got inflation. They need to control that. So it's going to be very difficult tightrope walk for central banks or you know the Fed at this point. Here's another one. Stagflation is here. CPI overshoots. And Fed confirms taper. Uh, the taper is just $15 billion a month of a whopping $120 billion a month. And they openly state the economy is too weak to raise rates for years. A taper may serve only to crash markets and stem inflation. I think at this point, Jerry, as far as the inflation topic is concerned with what the Fed can do about it, they really have painted themselves into a corner. Raise rates, destroy the economy. Leave rates as is or lower interest rates and and print more money, the economy's in major trouble. So it's it's damned if you do, damned if you don't. You have to figure out, okay, what are we going to do to protect ourselves against this? The Fed is out of options, mm -hmm. but you have options. You can right. own physical gold and silver and get out of the out of harm's way. And the way you do that is you contact Guildhall Wealth, one eight seven seven eight silver The website, guildhallwealth.com, it's all physical. You can buy it direct. 
You can go to our e-store and buy some physical product on there. The, the address is guildhallpreciousmetals.com. And you can also buy physical precious metals owned by you, fully allocated, meaning you get the serial numbers, fully segregated from all other holdings at the vault. You can do that within a registered account, RSP, TFSA, Lira, LIF, RIF, even an RESP. So this is how you protect yourself with something that has no counterparty risk, and that is physical gold, physical silver. You're listening to The Real Money Show on Global News Radio, 640 Toronto, and we'll be right back. You are listening to a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Welcome back to The Real Money Show, the number one eight seven seven eight silver and the website guildhallwealth.com. My name is Jeremy Wiseman. I'm joined by Jerry Karaya. We're digging into the crates. We're looking at all of the topics that we've gone through over the year and just kind of quickly reviewing where do, where do they stand now? How did they develop? I find the inflation side of things very interesting because we definitely warned about it, Jerry. Here's an article from uh, July. Grocery prices could rise 10 to 14% by October. Well, guess what? That definitely happened. Um, here's, another, uh, here's another title of an article. Honey, they shrunk the groceries. Shrinkflation is on the rise. This basically just shows how um, you know pasta boxes got smaller, but they kept the sa- they kept the same price. At some point, these food producers can't shrink any further, and they have to actually start raising the prices. And and obviously, that's already happened we're that, because yeah. we're seeing that now throughout throughout when we started to see that happen, Jerry. The the narrative in the corporate media was, well, this is transitory. This is all just, you know, we're reopening and, you know, there's supply chain disruptions and we just got to get back on our feet and, and everything should be tamped back down in a, in a few, a, a couple months at most. It's just transitory. How much of that did you ever believe? Nothing. We already know that they're in between a rock and a hard place. That the inflationary genie, once it's released, you can't get it back in the bottle. It ha- you have to watch it play out. You have to use as much verbiage and, and politics as possible. And that's all it was. It was coming to the microphone and saying the right things at the right time. Well, it's too late. Even these words, you had to recycle the word transitory, says uh, the, the Fed chairman in the U.S. They're just going to re- recycle that, get rid of that, because it's not transitory. It's going to be here for a long, long time. And, you know, we're looking at other, this is amazing just to go through the crates and to see how we got here. Uh, The pile of inflationary warnings. Look at this one here. Larry Summers, who's now a Harvard University professor, he slams the woke Fed losing control of inflation. And we have... I I liked that one in particular because uh, for those who don't know who Larry Summers is, is he served in sort of the economic cabinet of the Clinton administration as well as the Obama administration and was very much responsible for what what we call the strong dollar policy, which what does that mean? It means that if you have the printing press in your backyard and you're going to print all this money and do all these things with it, your number one enemy is real money physical gold. So what do you have to do? You have to keep the gold price in check so that people aren't looking to that as the barometer of the health of the financial system. And Larry Summers was a huge part of that. I remember when Obama was first elected, it was great change. Everyone wanted it. And I I said to even everyone in the office, I said, we need to see who's going to be 
part of his economic advisors team. Boom. Larry Summers was the first person on his team. It was nothing's changing. Mm -hmm. Absolutely nothing's going to change here. So, and you got to follow the money when it comes to making changes. So the strong dollar policy seems to be in place a little bit because, it, you know, we'll talk about the predictions on the gold and silver market, which I think has underwhelmed uh, the predictions from the beginning of the year. Don't forget, we also had the Wall Street bets, which we can get into. But yeah. as far as Larry Summers and inflation, I do find that curious that all of a sudden he's decided to become a Fed critic. <laughs> That's what happens. That's what usually happens when they leave the office. They become huge critics of, of the Federal Reserve. But yeah, he was the uh, former Treasury Secretary who is now warning that, you know, all this virtue signaling and, you know, uh, social causes are going to be the are going to be the downfall to the US economy and the and the Federal Reserve here. And so as we go through more and more articles, inflation is coming signs that everything is about to get much more expensive for us. And this is landing here. This is number one headline yesterday in Canada in Toronto. We woke up to the news and everything was just flashing food, energy, and that's the that's the issue that um, that was the big ticket item in, in the CPI data that came out today was energy. Energy is is a silent killer. We don't see it, but this is the, what is going to impact uh, the supply chains, impact um, PPI and you know producers of these goods. Um, so we have to anticipate, and we're really watching the world of fiat currency and now digital fiat currency and tether collapsing before our eyes. So the only safe place to be in right now, Jeremy, is sitting on physical gold and physical silver or any monetary rare hard asset like natural fancy color diamonds that is the only place to go right now it's about where do you store wealth where is it going to be protected from the currency being created into oblivion they can create money so much faster than you can earn it that you have to put it somewhere where it's going to be safe that and we're not talking about being speculative no. Physical gold, physical silver have outlasted every single fiat currency that ever existed. They've been a part of every single financial system that ever existed. In this financial system, they've been out of it because Nixon lifted the gold standard in 1971 and it was left to float. This idea of, well, it's our money, but it's your problem. Uh, you know, you want gold, go out, take the cash and sell your cash and go buy gold with it. But you're not coming to us to get it. So we find ourselves here in a, a situation where there's inflation, but yet businesses are struggling. And you see all these mandates being put in, which is only going to hamper business further. Makes you question, are they doing this on purpose or are they just inept? You know, why is it that the middle class is being rocked so hard? Um, you know, trying to get people in, they're trying to stop business from growing, right? It's not like what you're seeing in, in Florida. Let's Let's make business thrive. So... Of course, everything's going to get more expensive. How are these companies going to last? How are they going to stick around? How are they going to stay in business? That's the stagflation side of it. You're not getting the growth to beat inflation. Gold and silver have been proven to work in both inflation and deflation. Now, if you're getting stagflation, which is, which is shuttered growth, but increased inflation, you need to really consider precious metals. Absolutely. Um, and I... You know, regarding the stagflation and inflationary number, I did a little exercise today. I, I went online and I was searching for the mainstream media who are trying to debunk the role of gold uh, as an inflationary hedge. And the CFA writer began his, his, his missive and 
he wanted to prove how gold has lost its inflation protection luster. But he says that this exercise was actually very helpful, helpful because he found that his investment, investment thesis was antiquated. But now he can better see how gold can make his portfolio shine. Okay, wait a second. So this article, it's CFA, started with the notion that he didn't like gold. He said, eh, gold's not going to do it for you. Well, the headline was how gold has lost its inflationary hedge qualities. Right, which, by but the way... he debunks it in his own article. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and this is how. I mean, the, the writer basically, he debunked himself uh, on this, and he, he then concluded that gold does play a, as a store of value role in portfolios, performing best when yield, real yields are negative and declining. And that is where we need to hone in on. Not really so much on the inflationary factor. What is inflation, CPI, doing to the financials and the financials that people are putting their trust into right now are the are the 10 year treasury the 10 year treasury yield, is yielding a, a paltry 1.6% and if we have inflation hitting 6.8 this is negative real rates this is where gold performs and he provided uh, further charts a 15 year chart now it's very important to know that gold and the US 10 year real yield are inversely correlated so as this trend that we're seeing of the 10 year yield going down 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 it's a 15 year chart of gold going up 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 and this is the the conclusion that he wrote in in his missive so this guy is a CFA so we all know that uh, CFAs it takes a lot of work a lot of homework a lot of studying to get to where these people are. So my kudos to him. But even more, I give this guy props for even writing this article because, you know, a lot of them try What's to his dismiss. Name? I have to put that on the Twitter. I totally forgot to copy his name down. But Okay, he, but we're going to put this up on, on uh, Twitter and Instagram and our Telegram. Exactly. So the trend is this. Uh, as, as we see, the trend is definitely moving down on the 10-year Treasury yield. Okay. So as we're seeing inflationary pressures start to move up, we're going deeper, deeper into this hole, and there's only one place to go, and that is gold. You know, everyone saw this coming back in 2020. They could see how much the governments were printing money, and it was just completely out of control that they saw it coming, and gold made a massive rise. So I would, I would argue that gold did the preemptive strike against inflation by moving up, you know, 30% last year, 25% last year, and silver moving up. 44% last year. And they've given a, a little bit back this year. You know, you can call it uh, consolidation. Um, I do think that overall, so far this year, it's been a bit disappointing in terms of what the predictions were on precious metals. People were predicting that it would go much, much higher, that gold would would uh, test $2,000, $1,900 an ounce. Mm -hmm. They were calling for silver to perhaps even reach 50 or at least retake $30 an ounce. And of course, that didn't happen. But Nonetheless, the demand on the product has been immense, hasn't it, Jerry? Demand, as we were going through the trends for 2021, the demand for silver especially um, is, is going through the roof. Demand is growing. Supply is shrinking. Uh, savvy investors started with the Reddit forum, Wall Street Bets, put their sights on silver at the beginning of the year. And that just led into more and more people waking up. So although the Wall Street Bets members have since distanced themselves from silver, 
the hashtag of Silver Squeeze lives on, and it's moving into various platforms. And this is moving into the demand. Uh, we're seeing rising demand leading to supply deficits. So, uh, you know, much of this increase is actually coming from now U.S. and India. And we're seeing smart money, smart money now leaving in droves out of tech. And we're seeing for the first time since May, money flowing back into silver, the electronic funds, but still, you still need to, uh, that still does have an impact to the price. So these are the new trends. These are the trends that are continuing. We're not seeing it right away, but we know that it's really not about trying to pick the bottom and, and you know, making a quick flip. You know, we're trying to distance ourselves from that type of mentality of a quick flip mentality, quick buy, a quick sell. This is not the reasons why I mean, we pulled out the article earlier in the year from Palantir, a tech firm um, that specializes in intelligence. They used to do work for the CIA. They bought 50 million in gold bars for the purpose of defending itself from a black swan event. But look at the major headline today. The contagion is out. The fire is lit and it's moving across China. Tether is involved. Tether is headquartered in Hong Kong, owned by China. So obviously... Tether is backed up with this Evergrande paper. Oh, I wonder if that's a reason why I'm uh, going through these articles. It seemed that China was pretty anti-Bitcoin throughout the years. Do you think maybe it's because they're pro-Tether? Either way, I think they may have seen the writing on the wall. I think the, this was going to be the beginning of the end for their for not a, not just Tether but Evergrande. It was just too much, too much of the of the forces needed. You needed Tether. If Tether was two thirds. Of the supply for Bitcoin, you know, you you need that constant flow. But money was moving out. Money was, you know, the debt situation. So we'll talk about the debt bubbles and what and what that's going to look like going forward. The number one eight seven seven eight silver and the website guildhallwealth.com. If you want to shield yourself against bubbles popping, against inflation, against deflation, against just the anything the 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 ultimate bubble bursting. And what we see moving forward, you got to hold physical precious metals. And the way to do that is contact us at one eight seven seven eight silver the website guildhallwealth.com. Remember, if you can't hold it, you don't own it. So it has to be physical. You can even go to guildhallpreciousmetals.com and get started buying, you know, a tube of silver maples, some 10-ounce bars of silver, even one-ounce bars of gold. You're listening to The Real Money Show on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. We've got a lot more coming your way, and we'll be right back. You are listening to a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Welcome back to The Real Money Show, the number one eight seven seven eight silver and the website guildhallwealth.com. Jerry, let's talk about bubbles. There's debt bubbles. There's the stock market bubble, the housing bubble, all of this fueled really by low interest rates and governments printing money. You know, there was a great quote this year from Dave Ramaswamy. The chains of debt are too light to be felt until they're too heavy to be broken. Mm. I feel like we're getting there. We're pretty close. Anyone with open eyes can see the debts. You know, you can look at, you can look at Turkey, G20 nation. It erupted. It, it imploded, and now the money's worthless. Right. And of course, gold and silver have both gone up five and a half times in that currency, and so it's well protected. Anyone who held gold in that market, 
when it comes to debts, and we've been monitoring those for the decade plus that we've been on air here on The Real Money Show, but ultimately they don't matter until they matter. The debts can burst, and when they burst, it's going to be running for cover. This is a game of musical chairs, and when the music stops, that's it. There's no seats. So we've seen over the year a massive amount of interest and purchasing of physical precious metals. People don't care where the price is. No. They're not caring about will it go up tomorrow? No. Will it go no. down? To, it's I need to get some in my portfolio. I do not see the other choices. I need to know that if something happens out there that I have my money and it's in gold and silver, and I know how this is going to turn out. Mm -hmm. This is going to protect me. Well, Jeremy, it's very important for us Canadians, you know, just bring it back home, what's happening here in Canada. We have a leader who is not concerned about monetary policy. Just yesterday, Pierre Polyevre uh, tweeted, um, the finance minister here in Canada could not tell the committee how much debt there is in Canada. The finance minister could not tell us how much debt there was, is rather, or how much a 1% interest rate increase would cost us taxpayers on the national debt. This is a complete joke, Pierre writes. So no, Canadians, especially those who are listening to the show, who come and see us, Jeremy, they're not concerned about what the price is really doing today. Sure, you want to know. You want to know what the prices are, if we're in line or better than the, the others, um, what type of gold and silver do we offer, what's the best bang for the buck. We, we're here to, to talk about these things, but really the ultimate concern is just this. You know, People are taking this matter seriously, not like our leader. They're not taking monetary policy, policy serious whatsoever. So we, on the other hand, have to become our own central planners. Be that central planner for your family. Be that central panel, uh, planner for, your, for their future. Um, you know, there are bubbles everywhere. Yeah, the government's not going to give you fair warning on, no. on what's going on. And, you know, you can, you can debate whether or not it's nefarious or, or inept. The fact is, is it's happening. They, they've gotten us to a point where their irresponsibility has led to this inflation that you, the listener, right now are experiencing. That's it. That it is, it is not your fault. Mm -hmm. You didn't start this fire, but you need to figure out how you're going to protect yourself against it. They seem hellbent on continuing along this path, the government and central banks. Hellbent on just continuing to print money, continuing to just go down the same path, sort of double down, triple yeah. down on what they've done in the past and pretend like they know what they're doing. It's time for you to take control of your own finances and not listen to the narrative being put forth by people who don't even know what a 1% increase on the debt would mean to Canadians. We need to listen to the narrative though. The narrative, they're giving us signals. For every time they say, don't look over here, you look over there. If it's gonna take a year to flatten the, the curve, well, it's going to take longer than that, that they're not going to see inflation. We're going to see inflation. So whatever they say, we have to use wisdom. Because you know what? If, you've, if you lied to us once, twice, or three times, it's now time to take the, the wheel of your life for yourself. Whether it be the financial wheel, you got to take it and decide who's going to plan your future. Will a pension fund do that for you? No, they won't. They're chasing yield right now like never before. You know, there, there's something to be said. I'll, I'll take the other side of that argument, Jerry. There's something to be said for saying, I'll follow the narrative. 
it's working. It'll work and one day maybe it won't, but for now it's working and there's lots of money to be made. So as long as you're perfectly hedged, then it's okay. But if you're only having everything in equities and if everything that you have diversified or not is valued in dollars, then you have everything on red, all of the different numbers and nothing on black. So at least consider in that sense, having some on black so that if something were to happen, you're, you, you are hedged, you have that insurance policy, but you can't buy it after the fire. Now this leads to the next trend that we've seen. Demand for physical metals have been through the roof. And even though the price of metals have been consolidating and at the lower end of the channel, and you got your double bottoms and you know your retests of the bottoms and every single time the physical demand just keeps picking up and up here's one example throughout the year from SRS Roker report Steve San Angelo US mint sales red hot silver eagle sales blow past a scorching 11 million at the same time another report from um, Steve San Angelo World silver production running up against unsustainable levels. Here's another one. U.S. Mint Gold Eagle sales quadruple in October. Official gold coin sales also surpass 1 million. Amazing. Here's another one. January sales of silver mint eagles from January to August 2020 versus 2021. So that's the first half of the year from in 2020. 18.1 million ounces sold in 2021 22.9 million yes people are getting it people understand what's happening they know that the only way to protect themselves is going to be something that's nailed down something that can't be printed into oblivion something that can't be coded into life we're not talking alchemy no. we're talking something that blood sweat and tears pulled it out of the ground and that's it it's a store of energy it's a store of value for centuries mm -hmm. That's it. So that's what people are doing. And I, and I do know that when this market does break out, and it will break out, the music will stop. There will be no more chairs. You will not be able to get insurance when that fire, when that match is lit. Maybe Evergrande is it. Could be. Maybe it's going to be something innocuous. We don't know. But it's going to happen. Right. At some point, the music will stop. And until then, gold and silver have been a great hedge. They're both up 11% on average a year for the last 20, 20 years. So they've continued to keep up with inflation, but they're undervalued. So at this point, you don't want to try to get into the market once the fuse is lit. You need to be in early. The number one eight seven seven eight silver the website guildhallwealth.com. Pick up some small pieces. You can go to our e-store at guildhallpreciousmetals.com and get a tube of silver maples. There's 25 ounces in a tube, some 10-ounce bars, a kilo bar, uh, which is 32.15 ounces or even, you know, one ounce of gold or even some grams of gold. We've got five gram gold, 10 gram gold, 20 gram gold. So there's, there's lots of options. The 50 grammers. We've got 50 grammers as well. This is The Real Money Show on Global News Radio, 640 Toronto. Stick with us. We'll be right back. You are listening to a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Welcome back to The Real Money Show, the number one eight seven seven eight silver and the website guildhallwealth.com. Jerry, you wanted to just jump in with one last bubble-blowing article. Yeah, besides CEO fat bonuses being a bubble, 
um, the share markets. So Pavilion Global Markets have calculated the that 40% of the S&P 5 returns have been courtesy of corporate buybacks. So this is another catalyst, another bubble that is waiting to get popped. And what's happening? We're seeing big tech insiders from Elon Musk selling 10 billion in Tesla shares, Bezos parting with 10 billion of his uh, of, of his holdings and Facebook cashing in about 5 billion. So we're seeing smart money getting out of share markets, getting out of the paper exposure. But what is what where is the money then going, Jeremy? The money is now participating in the silver market. As we're seeing for the first time since May that about 14 tons are flowing into gold funds are wrapping up 14 tons plus of gold. So this is the first time since May. So we're seeing the bottoming out and now we're seeing the the culmination of more and more money, the crowd coming into the market, another move, another silver squeeze happening, which squeezed that, that silver, that LBMA that was panicking earlier in the year when they said they couldn't cover the physical. If this continue for another month, well, it's going to happen again. The LBMA, the crosshair is on that LBMA right now. We know the Basel III rules is is, is, is forcing their hands. And we know that the, the, for every single ounce, for every single person that comes into this market, for example, if you have two or three or four million people, if they, even if they just bought a kilo bar of $1,000, puts that, that pressure on the physical market to reveal the price. And many, many market participants have been curious, you know, what, what about this manipulation? Well, it ends, says... Yeah, uh, the rubber hits the road. All of a sudden, you don't have the paper to – you don't have the physical in which you can leverage the paper, right. and and it sucks it out, and then that's it. You've got the power of gold and silver in the people's hands. Right. And Chris Marcus, the founder of Arcadia Economics, says that this manipulation, even though it's been around, it's about to end with this demand. We're doing our parts. We're taking the physical gold and silver out of this system. Whenever we buy physical gold within your RSP, within your TFSA, we're removing it off of any entity's balance sheets and you're, it's going to belong to you. We're titling it to your name and those ounces are, no longer exist. And, and, and don't be naive. Every market's being manipulated. Interest rates are being manipulated. The money printing is a manipulation. The LIBOR, yeah, it's, exactly. and, and, then they, and then now they're just trying to control it. Ask yourself, ask yourself this. How is it that the stock market continues to grow when the middle class continues to be squeezed? They are the purchasers of the products and the services of these stocks, and the stocks just keep going up. It's as though they are completely unaffected by what happens in the real world. Mm -hmm. You know, um, Speaking of Steve St. Angelo, he pointed this out when we interviewed him this year, talking about how is Tesla as, as expensive a stock as it is when, when – Toyota makes more money and sells more cars. Right. It, it just doesn't make sense. So just ask yourself those questions. Use, uh, use common sense. At this point, the common sense is everything is overvalued. The economy is being squeezed. Inflation is here to stay. You have to protect yourself. And you know what? who is protecting themselves, Jerry? Central banks. Mm. Over the last year, we've seen central banks continue to build their portfolios of physical gold. Here's, here's a couple of headlines. For example, the Russian National Wealth Fund turning to gold and dumping dollars. Ch Chinese and India gold demand surge. 
Gold demand buying surges on Ever Evergrande crisis. The Poland central bank, Polish central bank, purchased a hundred tons. We know that Ireland bought a hundred tons of gold recently. That Singapore was buying uh, physical gold recently. You've got the Reserve Bank of India purchasing a record amount of gold. So, come on, if this thing doesn't mean anything, if it's a relic, if it doesn't have any use case for it, why are these central banks buying it? You have to follow the smart money. The smart money is buying the gold. The people who are telling you mm -hmm. that they're trying to not own, that they're trying to tell you to stay in the stock market, they're trying to, you know, say, follow the narrative, in, inflation is transitory, etc., why are the central banks net buyers of gold? What are they protecting themselves against? Well, they're protecting themselves against what the Fed is doing. Now, that's kind of interesting if you think about the fact that in 2008, they all colluded together. They all colluded. Okay, we'll all lower interest rates together. And yet, all of these central banks now, despite being part of the group, they'll raise interest rates and lower them, whatever the Fed tells them to do, but they're all buying gold. Yeah, You should be buying gold as well. Yeah, they don't have any more tools in their in their toolbox. They have already exercised low interest rate policies, uh, MMT policies, money printing. They've already exhausted this, and there's zero credibility now. There's nowhere else to go. You're going to go negative interest rates. Um, you know, if they, even if they try to raise interest rates, it'll likely be like a light switch. It'll be very very quick. They'll do it, and they'll reverse course instantaneously. But yes, we need to follow smart money. Don't list, don't take it from us. All we're just doing is pointing you in the direction of who's buying and who's not buying. Right now, it's net buying all across the world. Smart money is loading up on gold and silver. This is the Christmas season. They're all doing it just before Christmas. They're gifting themselves with the benefits of what gold has to offer, what gold can provide, and this is for the long term. They're not planning short term, quick flip. No, this is not about that anymore. This is about the long-term growth strategy and legacy building for you and your future. Yeah, the ultimately, I would say the takeaway for 2021, and we'll, we'll do more next week as well, is that the consolidation of gold and silver, being able to buy on the lower end of the range, was an absolute gift. Yes. The number 18778SILVER, the website guildhallwealth.com. Get some physical precious metals in your portfolio today. Remember, if you can't hold it, you don't own it. You can... Buy direct from Guildhall. Give us a call. You can make an appointment. Come to the office. You can go to the e-store, guildhallpreciousmetals.com. And if you've never purchased precious metals, what a great way to start. Get a 10-ounce bar, uh, a kilo bar in your hand and start to understand what real money is. Then there's the vault facility if you want to store a larger amount to, pr to protect a larger amount of wealth. Or there's your RSP. What better place to hedge your portfolio and dive perfectly diversify into physical metal than physical gold and silver in a registered account. And remember, we also accept cryptocurrencies. So if you want to roll out of the cryptos, if you've done well in the cryptos, fantastic. Time to look for something that's undervalued. Gold and silver is it. The number 18778silver, the website guildhallwealth.com. Thank you to all our listeners for sticking with us through the year. We're going to come back next week and do some more review and updates in the market. Jerry? Great to chat with you, as yeah. always. And we look forward to speaking to everyone next week here on The Real Money Show on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. The preceding was a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of Global News Radio 640 Toronto.